The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 46, Mentorship, Communication, and Creativity. Hi there, and welcome to Session 46 of The Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm so happy that you joined me today. My name is Annette Bone, and The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. If you are in the U.S., I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving last week and you were able to spend that precious time with your family and friends. And if you're not in the U.S., I still hope that you had an excellent week last week and were able to spend that cherished time with your family and friends as well. In our Step to Success segment, What Makes You Strong? In our Dancer's Dialect segment, The Floor is Your Friend. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Upside Down, You Turned Me. And in our feature presentation, I have a wonderful conversation with Joel Galliarde of Triple Eight Funk Dance and Entertainment Company based in Melbourne, Australia, as we talk about more than movement Dance as a pathway to mentorship, communication, and creativity. Hi, this is Joel Galliarde, dancer, choreographer, and founder of Triple Eight Funk Dance and Entertainment Company. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Knowing your strengths and weaknesses is really important when you're working with other people. And sometimes it's difficult to let go of the things that you're not so great at, but it's one of the best things that you can do. I know that a lot of times you can also think, well, I can do it cheaper and faster myself. And I still struggle with this at times. I found a great short article on entrepreneur.com that I'll link in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 046 that talks about finding your strengths and then being creative about describing those strengths. And it's one of the best things that you can do, like I said, to make sure that you're operating where you're strong and finding people to help you where you're not. There are a ton of quizzes and assessments and resources that you can take advantage of that will give you a better idea of your strengths if you haven't done this already. So I would definitely check out some of those things. And not that they are a predictor of all things that you are strong at, but it'll give you a better idea, especially with working with other people. It is hugely beneficial. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the word grounded or grounding in this week's Dancer's Dialect segment since my featured guest will be talking about this word as it relates to a successful event that he recently put on. It got me thinking about how I used to be fearful of floor work, and now I truly embrace any time I can do movement on the floor. So the floor has truly become my friend. 
part of this has happened due to choreography in different contemporary classes where I really had no choice but to do the choreography as best as I could at the time. Logically, I knew that relaxing into the floor and into the movement and getting grounded would produce a better quality of movement in my dancing. For me, sometimes that is definitely easier said than done because I tend to overthink and I end up putting too much effort where it's not needed. But I'm learning. I'm learning. So how do you connect to the floor and get more grounded as a dancer to improve your dance quality? I found an article that I'll link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 046. And it explains it very simply as follows. Number one, relax and breathe and connect to the floor. Number two, use your core. This is one of the best things that I've been doing in my dance conditioning Uh, is working on this outside of my dance classes. And it's challenging and exciting to be gaining control and strength in this area. Number three, to get more grounded and connect to the floor and improve your quality of dancing is to go barefoot. Now, of course, this island girl loves this. So that was really cool to see that. I wanted to give you a quote also from this article that I thought summed up these three suggestions very well. Getting grounded should not be confused with dancing heavily or ungracefully. By dancing through the core, relaxing into the movements, and connecting with the floor, dancers can create movements that are lengthened, graceful, and fluid. Practicing these techniques will bring a wider range of movement quality for a dancer. Now, how do you stay grounded in your life and business? Well, it's pretty much the same thing. You relax, you breathe. And just like getting connected to the floor and dance and getting grounded, you want to connect to people and things that fuel you in the best way. And if you want to go barefoot, that would be fun too, right? And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Being upside down is on my mind a lot these days because I have been seeing things upside down due to practicing handstands. I've been working on this for a few months now, and it's actually addicting for me to do these. I am still building up my upper body strength and working on my form. So I'm using the wall as support, but I am loving this. And I haven't done handstands since I think I was, oh my goodness, in the sixth or seventh grade. So it's been quite a while. (laughs) Even though I was dancing, I didn't do a lot of floor work. And now, as I talked about in the previous segment, in the dancer's dialect, just being on the floor is such a wonderful experience for me now. And now being on my hands and seeing the world upside down when I'm practicing my handstands, it's a lot of fun. It is addicting. I've linked a great article in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 046 about the benefits of handstands. Of course, I had to tell you the benefits of handstands. So you got to check this article out. But more than that, Whether it's handstands that you do or something else, take on a new project or take on something that is going to challenge you. And I would recommend that you keep track of it in a journal or keep track of your progress. That's what I've been doing with a lot of the dance stuff that I've been doing, the outside conditioning. And it's been so gratifying to see the progress and just seeing the consistency of getting things checked off. I'm I'm a checklist person anyway. I, I love seeing things completed. So for me, it's, uh, it's a really big high. It's such a, a thrill for me. But find something that works for you where you can measure your progress and challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone and see yourself grow in areas that you didn't think that you could grow in. 
Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, I've made reference to the fact that I love Canadian. Every Canadian that I've met has just been so kind and so just warm and inviting. And so I am biased. I love Canadians. My experience with them has been great. Now, I can say the same thing now for Australians. Every Australian that I've met has been amazing. They're just so kind, too, and they're so nice. So I have to say I love Canadians and I love Australians. And so I'm thrilled to be introducing my next guest, who is from Melbourne, and his name is Joel Gallarde. He is the founder, director, and choreographer of Triple Eight Funk Dance and Entertainment Company in Melbourne. He's been all over the world teaching, choreographing, performing. He teaches dance workshops. He judges various dance competitions. And he's clearly proven himself as an influencer and an innovator of the international urban dance scene. I'm so excited to introduce him, get to these questions, and have him talk about specifically an event that he ran recently that has just proven to be such a huge success, and I think we can learn from that. Joel, are you ready to go? Um, um, it's a pleasure to be here, and um, hello world, what's up? <laughs> I'm so thrilled to get into these questions. Uh, you know, I found you on another podcast as well, and I thought that you know it was so great to listen to what you had to say. And you went into your background a bit. And I loved what you said about how you didn't find dance, but dance found you. And you also said that your strengths of planning and accountability helped you in initially forming your dance club, and now your successful dance and entertainment company. How would you advise someone that would want to do the same thing of starting a business if they didn't naturally have the skill set that you had? Um, yeah, uh, so just a quick background about myself um, with that. Yeah, um, dance found me rather than me finding dance um, um, or choosing dance. Um, I was basically, I, I mean, I love going to school. You know, I love, I'm one of those guys who um, was a geek in school. So um, I enjoyed going to school and um, I, 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 I got in the top universities in the Philippines. So I'm Filipino. Um, I'm Filipino. I live in New Zealand and now I'm in Australia. So I'm kind of triple, triple threat, I guess. <laughs> um, so, and then I, when I went to university, um, I, I found dance um, and I just really just wanted to do it um, to, to meet people. And, and then, you know, as, as things unfolded, um, I, I realized how much I love dancing and then it, it's kind of, um, it, it made me who I am right now. And it's been a great journey. Um, I think from, from that being, um, very, um, into like school and study, um, once I found dance, I, I found a way to kind of make that, and because I, enjoy, I enjoyed it so much, I found a way to make that, uh, for, um, a fun living from it. Um, and then I realized very early on that, um, artists don't make you know they don't make a lot of it's it's hard to to find to uh, make a living out of it so I, I immediately applied all the skills I've learned from from my education um, and then all the planning skills came about um, I think one of the the things that um uh, an artist or, or a dancer really needs to think about um, in terms of um building a business is as um is understanding their purpose in life. I mean, I, I didn't really know um, know that at the beginning, even when I started my dance company. But the more and more I, I've been running my dance company, it's very important to know and understand your purpose in life. Um, and then also understanding your, yourself, meaning your strengths and weaknesses. And then because when you know your strengths and you know your weaknesses, you can find people, especially with your weaknesses, you can find people to help you if you're not good at that stuff. And then most important as well is to really find mentors. Again, we're not really taught 
this so much or it's not a highlight in our education to find mentors. But if, if um, I realize that even the, the greatest and the top people out there say, um, who's a top golfer? Tiger Woods. Or Tiger else, Woods. Uh, Ti- Tiger uh-huh. Woods. Yeah. Tiger Woods has um, four coaches or mentors, at least. One for his swing, one for his, you know, I mean, just in his, his, in his, his board. So if, if top people like that have mentors, everybody should have mentors. Yes, <laughs> so, I agree. So, so now I've, um, I make that a priority in my life to have mentors. So I have mentors in different areas um, in my life and they, they don't have to be mentors. I mean, they, they have different mentors, local mentors, um, international mentors, even mentors that I just like um, look up there. Um, they have a lot of videos. Or, or, or books. So these are different types of mentors. And I think if you um if you're able to find the mentors that that you can connect with, um, you can really like boost your entrepreneurship journey. I think that's so important that you brought that up. I see you modeling that because you recently took your team to a Richard Branson conference, right? Yes. How was that? And how did you how did you talk to them about how important it was to immerse themselves in this type of education? It's not necessarily dance related, but it is. I mean, because it it involves mindset and attitude and running a business. So what would you say about that? How did you get your team to rally around that? And what was your experience with that with uh, you and your team? Yeah, I guess um, I guess a lot of dancers. I mean, you know, I've been in the dance industry for over 15 years now, and um, we've always idolized other dancers. But then I've started to realize that the other dancers that we look up to may not necessarily be good in um, sustaining their careers as well. So if we follow those people, then we will become those people. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because um, there's you know they can be your idol in dance, but you can learn other things from other people. And so this is what I've um I've started to understand that you know looking at um, other people who are, are successful in business like Richard Branson. So when he came here in Melbourne, I was like, yo, we all need to go because <laughs> um we don't get this chance very often. And um you know he's like one of the top millionaires in this world. Yes. But if we could learn even like a point or two from him and combine it in our dancing, then that would be um very valuable. It was a really great experience, actually. Yeah, very inspiring. There's like 2,000 people in the room. Yeah, I guess you had to be there to experience that. I mean, you, I'm sure it was amazing to with everybody there and, and hearing him speak. I also remember you mentioning on a, a different interview that you did that it's important for teachers to be accountable and to show up because you just don't know who you're going to inspire. I've had some recent conversations with different people in dance and how nowadays, sometimes it seems like more often than not, actually, that teachers are teaching at you and not really teaching to you. Do you want to say anything about that? And just, you know, what you, what your experience has been about, you know, getting the best teachers and the expectation and, you know, best, best practices and things like that? Yeah. So, I mean, again, teaching to me now is it's it's such an important role in society and and the thing is um the sad thing about it is um a lot of teachers in school nowadays in our school system are not like fully teaching our students or our youth everything that they need to or or you know inspire them to become the best they can be and that not and again that may not necessarily be the fault of the teachers it just may it may just be the the, the a fault in the system um because i hear a lot of my dance students now they come to dance class and they always complain about like oh my god my teacher's this and we don't learn anything in school um, and it's kind of sad because when I went to school, I learned so much because um, that was my mindset, you know, learning. But not every student has that mindset. Um, so me as a teacher, even if I'm teaching dance, I always teach more than dance. Um, I teach them things that 
they can learn. Again, the whole sustainability thing is important because even like a lot of dance students that go to full-time dancing, um, they, you know, they, they, they learn for a couple of years and they go to a full-time institution that, that teaches them dance. But sadly enough, they don't get the other side of the, of the business, of the, of the learning experience in terms of the business and all that stuff. So it's really sad to see because they think that, you know, oh, if I'm going to be in this full-time institution, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to become, you know, I'm going to have a full career in dance. But sadly enough, I think 90% of, of the graduates don't even get to have a career. So the, the role of teachers are very important. That's one of the main things, me being a teacher and even like um, inspiring other teachers to make sure to understand that they have such an important role in society. You know, I also loved how you emphasize and you talk about the importance of communication and negotiation, which a lot of dancers don't know how to do or they don't think it's important or they're, they're just, they just don't know. Will you share some examples and tips on how they can better communicate? With me, um, I mean, as, as you know, like one, some of the most ex- successful artists and dancers in our community right now have really great communication, negotiation and business skills, or they surround themselves with those people. Again, sadly, the skill is not properly developed in, in, in the school system. So I think it's just really up, kind of um, you have to kind of find a way or it's up to you to kind of um, um, find communication or, or educate yourself with communication. So my, my suggestion would be as, as simple as taking classes. There are a, a lot of communication classes out there, for example, like, say, Toastmasters or or lots of, of books about it or, or, or even, again, our technology nowadays um Everything is so more so much more accessible than before. So there's a lot of YouTube videos, um, but it's definitely important to go to class and, and again have a mentor in in, in communication and in lots of different things in talking, vocal communication via um, internet, writing skills, um, so many things that you can learn with communication. I'm actually, I'm actually a communication major as well, so um, I've understand I've understood that. But even so, sometimes in in those communication degrees, they don't teach you um, the mindset as well, like negotiation stuff. Yeah, so even I guess, I guess take class. <laughs> yes. And there's, like you said, there's no shortage available. There's no excuse because we have online resources. You can go to your local library. You can surround yourself with people there. You're right. There's, there's really no shortage of resources if you want to improve in the, those areas. Yeah. And I think also like, um, um, it's important to find somebody that inspires you because I, I think maybe this kind of topic is not interesting for dancers or artists. Like, oh man, you know, I just want to dance or I just want to sing or but so find somebody that's a good communicator that inspires you. It's like it's like when, when you want to be healthy um, and, and then you're like, oh, I don't like to eat vegetables, so I will never be healthy. Well, find a food that's healthy that you, you enjoy so you can always <laughs> eat that food because otherwise it's not going to work. Yes, like, I know? agree. I totally agree. Find something you love. <laughs> Speaking of inspiring, let's transition into this recent event that you and your company put together that was a huge success. I would love for you to talk to our audience about that. Yeah, so we um, this is our 15th year anniversary as um, my dance crew, Triple um, Eight Funk Dance Company. Um, it's um, one of the longest lasting hip hop dance groups here in Australasia. Um, so one of the projects that we thought of doing this year as our 15 year anniversary project was an event called Grounded. So Grounded is a, a theme-based invite-only choreographer's dance competition. Um, we invented a concept where, you know, we've been doing dance theater shows for such a long time, for the last 10 to 15 years. And then like last year when we did our last show, I thought, man, it's so difficult to create um, a show um, with, you know, with 10 pieces and there's only 20, dance- 20 of us dancers um, working hard for three to four months. Um, 
slaving away um, until midnight almost every day, kind of um, creating the show. I thought there must be an easier way. And also I thought, because I judge a lot of good dance competitions, I thought that um, there's also maybe a different way of running dance competitions. So we, I thought that what if we combine both a theater show and a dance competition and uh, make it easier on us as a dance company and also provide an opportunity for dancers in the community to perform. So the, the concept is every year the theme changes. So this year it, the theme is Seven Deadly Sins. So we invited seven of the top urban urban hip-hop dance choreographers and seven lyrical contemporary dance choreographers. Um, and each one, each one of them have a, has a theme and they kind of just battle it out on the event um i mean there's more information on it on on our website but that's basically what it was um and it was such the the best thing about the competition is um it didn't really feel like a competition because it was very like a it was a platform to press um all this um, artistic excellence that all these choreographers had um it was a very um community-based competition everybody really showed love to each other everybody even like dance competitions i mean in some dance competitions a lot of the shows kind of look the same similar but because of this they're because they're forced to kind of create a theme everything was so memorable um every every single um piece was memorable after the event i mean we've, we've had so much love from the community um and we're, we're so we're so excited to kind of expand it next year um, we're expanding to three cities next year in Sydney and Auckland. So watch out for that season two. Um, the theme will be different, of course. And hopefully, um, yeah, it's it's just been such an amazing experience um, just creating something different for the community. Um, you can check out all that stuff on, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash grounded show. Um, there's lots of photos and videos um, of the um, competitors and um, and everything else. So, I mean, yeah, it was it's so amazing. It's it, it sounds amazing, Joel. And I'm definitely yeah. going to link that in the show notes when this session comes out. That just, yeah. oh my goodness, I was getting excited just as you were talking about it because, you know, you're right, there's there comes a point when things start to kind of look the same. And yeah. as an entrepreneur, you're always looking to create something new. And so that's exactly yes. what you did. And you brought this whole collaborative community effort and put it in a competition setting that wasn't, like you said, wasn't really a comp competition because everybody was so supportive. But yeah. I think that it, it sounds like it was such the perfect environment to bring out the best artistic expression yeah. in these choreographers. Yeah, I just want to add something too. Like, um, everybody was so inspired by the event that there's so many great things that happened from this event. So, for example, it's it's so cool. Like, one of the we had amazing prizes too. Like, you know, there was a mon there's money prize. There's prizes where um our team cooks for the other team, and you know, like service type prizes. So, um, but again, one of the one of the winners, um, his name is Jaden Hicks. He's a great choreographer. He thought of um giving one of his prizes to another choreographer because he thought that the other one really did really well and she deserves something um you know she deserves one of the prizes so he gave one of his prizes and to me I'm like wow this is crazy like that's you know <laughs> that's beyond um what we expect it to be and then so that's one another one is another choreographer now was so inspired by doing his piece that now he's creating a um a dance company from his from the concept that he did so now he's creating his dance company. I'm also helping him out in that one. Um, so there's so many things that's come out of this. And to think that this is only the first year of it. It's like, it, this was meant to be like like a test run almost, you know, but um, it, it's such an amazing first year. Like we couldn't have asked anything um, more, but yeah. <laughs> wow, that is, that's really yeah. remarkable. And I am yeah. so excited to see what you guys come up with next year. And Three Cities, I mean, that's that influence and expansion is very exciting. Yeah. 
let's switch over to um, what I call the dance printing quick steps. So <laughs> you can oh, yeah. you can answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, so what is the dance style you haven't tried but would like to tap? <laughs> oh, you haven't tried tap? Oh no. my goodness! Well, you're, yeah. I think you're the first person that I've had on the show that has said tap. <laughs> tap. I love, I love that. I mean, I've seen some movies of it. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. I, and I've taken some tap classes, and it's uh, it is it's some of it is harder than it looks. I mean, it's not just about you know shuffling your feet and stuff there's it's really cool i really love it oh and i'm sure i mean i try it sometimes like just for myself i'm like nah i always fail at it <laughs> so i need to i need to take class <laughs> favorite dancer and why okay yeah this this guy um b-boy cloud Do oh you know B-boy yes cloud? i know who he is he's amazing amazing yeah just from um because of his versatility he's um he's a true artist and he's also a very funky guy so i mean I love, I love that guy. I mean, I want to one day, I mean, I've, I've run a lot of workshops and events and I've let a lot of um, famous dancers out there, but he's one person that I haven't met. So I'm so excited for that day. <laughs> yes. And I know that will happen. Knowing you, I know yeah. that will definitely happen for you. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. To-do list. Yes. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> Dance style that currently describes your day and why? Oh, I think um, samba. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Why? Yeah, because samba is, um, you know, when they dance, it's like really busy. Their body's like shaking hard, um, but they have a big smile on their face as if nothing's happening, you know? So I think that's my <laughs> that's my life right now. Like my, my room's so messy and, and there's so many things that is going on, but, you know, I just kind of keep a smile to my, in my face, you know? You, yeah, you keeping, have keeping to, calm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Samba's perfect. Awesome. So if people want to find you, where can they look for you? Um, just a couple of things, a couple of sites. Um, my main site is triple eight funk.com. The word triple number eight and then funk.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn or my Facebook and my Instagram is Joel J O E L dot Galliarde, G A double L A R D E. And um Check out our groundedshow.com soon to come because that's, again, one of our most exciting projects. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joel, for joining me today. It's been such a treat to have you. And again, I love Australians. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Annette. It's been a pleasure to, um, of course, speak and share my knowledge. Um, Yeah, hopefully we can do this again. Yes, I would absolutely love that. Thank you, Joel. Now, of course, I have a question for you. In what ways are you being mentored in your life and in your business? And how is that helping you grow? I would love to get your feedback at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 046, where you'll also find the show notes to this session. And I would totally appreciate it if you could go to iTunes, specifically the Apple podcast app, and rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And that way I can continue getting the word out about the podcast. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dance Printering Studio. If you listen via Stitcher Radio, feel free to go there as well and rate, review and subscribe. And any feedback or comments wherever I get them is truly appreciated. Thank you so much in advance. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com 
and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.